The idea of extraterrestrial life is one of incredible fascination to us. Perhaps sensationalized through a century of literature and film, human beings are obsessed with the idea of searching the stars and discovering intelligent life. With the universe being as unfathomably vast as it is, it seems impossible that Earth is the only planet that contains life. It just may be, however, that Islam has already confirmed the existence of extraterrestrial life. Start. Two, one, booster ignition, and liftoff of the space shuttle Discovery, returning to the space station Tegan. Even within the solar system, there exists the possibility of some form of life. Europa, for example, one of Jupiter's larger moons, is believed to be a geologically active world due to the gravitational fields of Jupiter heating its interior. Its surface is covered by water ice, and scientists believe that beneath the surface, due to the heated interior of the moon, is a global ocean which may be over 100 kilometers deep. It's plausible that the ocean floor contains hydrothermal vents and volcanoes, features on Earth that enable the existence of life in the deepest depths of its oceans. Enceladus, one of Saturn's moons, is also ice-covered with a subsurface ocean of salty liquid water. Scientists discovered enormous geysers near the moon's south pole, which spray out water into space. The water contains tiny grains of rocky silicate particles that provide strong evidence for the existence of hydrothermal vents and possible conditions for life. Another moon of Saturn, which is of interest to scientists looking for life, is Titan. Its weather system is methane-based instead of water-based, and the moon contains rivers and lakes made of methane and ethane, as well as possible cyrovolcanoes that erupt liquid water instead of lava. It's entirely possible that life forms exist on Titan, made up of different chemistry to life forms on Earth. Some scientists are still hopeful for the discovery of life on Mars. It had water billions of years ago, and potentially life. But what interests scientists today is the methane that exists in the Martian atmosphere, as methane can be produced by biological processes. While its atmosphere is very thin, it's not impossible that life may still exist if the planet has managed to retain some reserves of water beneath its surface. Outside of the solar system, the possibilities are endless. Scientists generally look for planets in what is known as the Goldilocks zone, which refers to the habitable zone around a star where the temperature is just right for liquid water to exist on a planet. And, based on our understanding of life, where there is water, there should be life. There are, however, other factors to consider. Scientists look for rocky planets, rather than gas giants like Jupiter or Saturn. And even if they find them, it doesn't automatically make them inhabitable. For example, Mars and Venus exist in our Sun's Goldilocks zone. But Mars barely has an atmosphere, and Venus is being decimated by its own greenhouse effect. Scientists would also look for traces of gases on potential worlds that can only be produced by life. In short, there may be life outside of Earth, there may not be. What that life may look like, and whether it is intelligent life, no one can say for sure. And regardless, given how vast the universe is, finding life is unbelievably difficult. The Holy Quran, perhaps, alludes to the existence of alien life multiple times. In a surah we read every single day, Surah Al-Fatiha, Allah says, All praise is for Allah, Lord of all worlds. Allah emphasizes that He is the Lord of all worlds, perhaps referring to worlds as in planets, universes, or dimensions. Alim, the word used for worlds here, can refer to an entire world or to an entire people. 
Classical scholars obviously understand alam to mean people, animals, jinn, or angels, but Allah is, from the very beginning, saying here that we are not alone. The biggest pointer to life on other planets is a verse in Surah Ashura, where Allah says, And among his signs is the creation of the heavens and the earth, and of whatever living creatures he has spread forth in both, and he has the power to gather them together whenever he pleases. Examination of this verse leads many to believe that Allah is being clear here about the existence of extraterrestrial life. Firstly, because the plural is used for heavens, samawat, meaning he is not just referring to the sky above us. Secondly, because the word used here for creatures is daba. Daba refers to land-dwelling animals that move along the surface of the earth. Therefore, he is not referring to spiritual beings, but literal beings that occupy the heavens. The famous Qur'an translator Abdullah Yusuf Ali seems to agree. He writes, It is reasonable to suppose that life in some form or another is scattered through some of the millions of heavenly bodies scattered throughout space. In a commentary on this verse, Alama Tabat Tabai says, The apparent meaning of this verse is that there are living creatures in the heavens similar to those on earth. Islamic theologian Al-Razi says in his commentary of this verse, It is not impossible that in the heavens there are species of animals that move just like humans walk on the earth. Aga Mehdi Puyam, the ayatollah who authored his famous Quran tafsir, writes, Life is not confined to the earth. It is indicated in this verse that life in some form or other is existing in the millions of heavenly bodies scattered throughout space. The Almighty who created such countless beings has surely the power to bring them together when the trumpet is blown. What's also interesting is the latter portion of the verse where Allah says, He has the power to gather them together whenever He pleases, emphasizing that He can gather those various types of life together. This means that if the verse does refer to extraterrestrial life, He could be alluding to contact between beings on earth and beings living beyond it. However, it's important to remember that how we interpret this verse is based on how we choose to interpret the word used for heavens, samawat. Objectively, the word has been used in the Quran for multiple meanings, including referring to above, planets in the sky, and the atmosphere on the earth. So when Allah uses the word daba in the context of samawat, meaning the atmosphere of the earth, daba may actually be referring to microscopic life forms, or large creatures like birds that surround or travel in the atmosphere. Furthermore, Allah referring to gathering these beings together could simply be referring to gathering them on the Day of Judgment and not before. Allah says, Allah is He who created seven heavens and of the earth the like thereof. The divine command comes down in their midst that you may know that Allah has the power over all things and that Allah encompasses all things in His knowledge. Here, Allah alludes to the fact that there are similar if not identical bodies to earth while this may be referring to planets in general, he also reminds us that divine revelation comes down to all of them. This could mean that divine revelation descends to alien life as well. The last verse, which Dr. Yasul Qadi mentions is perhaps the biggest proof for extraterrestrial life, is where Allah says, Indeed, we have dignified the children of Adam, carried them on land and sea, granted them good and lawful provisions, and privileged them far above many of our creatures. His point is that Allah is telling us here that we are higher than many other creatures, but not all of them. And since we know that we are higher than angels, jinn, and animals, this verse is alluding to another form of creation that we are not aware of, perhaps alien life. It's when we begin to look into the hadith of the Shia Muslim tradition specifically that things start to become more interesting. 
Imam Jafar al-Sadiq, famous scholar and sixth Imam of Shia Islam, is quite specific when it comes to this topic. He says, Maybe you see that God created only the single world and that God did not create humans beside you. Well, I swear by God that God created thousands and thousands of other worlds and thousands and thousands of humankind. Another hadith we came across, also attributed to Imam al-Sadiq, says, Allah has created 12,000 worlds, and every one of them is bigger than the seven skies and seven earths together. None of the people of these worlds ever think that Allah has created any other worlds. And another tradition found in Safina Til Bahar, Imam Ali says, These stars which are in the sky are like cities similar to the cities on earth. Every city with another city is connected by pillars of light. While Imam Ali has often used metaphors that the Arabs of his time would understand to describe the universe, it could be said that he is literally referring to alien civilizations here. Another hadith by the fifth Shia Imam, Imam Muhammad al-Baqir, states, Allah has created this domain of green aquamarine. It is from its greenery that the sky appears as such. I said, and what is this domain? He said, the veil. By Allah, behind that are 70,000 worlds, more numerous than the number of human beings and the jinn. However, while the hadith seems to essentially confirm the existence of extraterrestrial beings, the authenticity of these narrations are up for debate. And even if they are authentic, how one chooses to interpret these hadith is also based on what one is looking for. It could be that the imams are referring to different dimensions or universes that we just do not and cannot understand. Ultimately, Islamic literature is far from explicit on the existence of alien life. It can be said that, perhaps, some Islamic literature can be interpreted to point towards the existence of life beyond Earth. Whether that be what we consider to be intelligent life, different types of creatures not unlike that which we find in the deepest depths of our oceans, or alien beings whose genetic and societal makeup is beyond our ability to understand, is up to pure speculation. Much like the conclusion of science, the truth is, we just don't know, and, at least right now, only Allah does. But after searching the stars enough, perhaps one day, we will.